You are now listening to the Impro Amsterdam podcast. Welcome to the first episode of Impro Amsterdam podcast. This is the first ever, ever, ever episode, and I am happy to be Trista presenting this episode for you. We are here with Charlotte Gittins. Hello, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. <laughs> that sounded like a little strange, but yes, you are very. We are very pleased to have you. Is probably what I should have said. It's. I mean, whatever you say. It's just. It's just nice to be here. Um, we are going to talk um, some impro. We're going to talk some genre impro. We're just going to talk. It's pretty much great. Yeah, I can. We can definitely do that with our mouths. This isn't that nice how that works out. I know you open them, stuff comes out. It's great. Beautiful. We're already off to a wonderful start. Always, always, always. always. <laughs> I have questions. Here's one. Go on. <laughs> um, so um, I heard. I hear you're in the theater world and the improv world. I'm very curious about like the differences between those worlds. Okay. In the, but in the sense of, so you know, there's like a after show hanging out. Yes. So where would each group hang out. What are they drinking? What are they talking about? <laughs> I mean, um, I think it's different from city to city, to be honest, because the London impro scene is very different from Amsterdam, different from other places. So I imagine there's a big change. In England uh, or Britain, uh, you do quite a lot of your shows, your smaller shows, in pubs. Uh, so rooms above it. So you have a bar right there, ready and waiting at the end of the show, or during the show, uh, <laughs> depending on how you're doing. Um, obviously, we do some impro shows in theatres as well, um, but a lot of our theatres in London are in Soho, and again, you just spill out of the theatre and you can go and hang out anywhere there. So it's, uh, I don't know, there's, there's a fair bit of crossover, I guess. The... Uh, the theatre crowd will end up in the same Soho bars as, as the Impro crowd sometimes. Is there mixing of the two? I mean, dare we speak of such a thing. Um, there's a, it's certainly in London, it's slowly beginning to mix, but I think we're behind some other cities in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of kind of how much people are aware of Impro. Um, the scene's grown hugely recently. It's really exciting. Obviously, there's a huge history of impro in London, um, but a lot of actors have, have never experienced improvisation and uh, quite understandably think it's an insane sounding thing to do. So we're getting more and more actors coming and doing it and trying it and discovering it. Um, but yeah, there's more to do, L much more to do. Uh, so I, maybe I'm racial profiling, but I would imagine <laughs> I would imagine the theater crowd is more like, mah, 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 which I don't know if that translates into the, the listening viewers. I think mah, 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 translates perfectly. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then improv is more like, ah, mah, mah. <laughs> it varies. I mean, um, just like in other cities, we have all different kinds of improv going on. Um, so obviously there's short form stuff and gamey, which is much more rapid fire, fast paced, you know, funny, funny. Um, but we have a lot of theatrical style impro as well. Um, I, I do one genre show, which is which is Jane Austen style. Um, so that uh, that has a lovely, lovely blend of sort of funny, but also very, very theatrical and costume and you know, violinist and all of that sort of thing. So um, yeah, I, I I suppose the theatre crowd. I don't know, we have a good fringe theatre scene in London as well, so that you do get the West End big 
famous stars come and do Shakespeare and it's wonderful and you go and people are dressed up and it's beautiful uh, and the Royal Opera and all of that kind of thing. Um, but we have a lot of edgier theatre um, and a lot of low budget theatre. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess you can't, can't put all of it into one category. Uh, Does that make sense? Yes, total, total sense. I, I was, I was also wondering if there was something like when you're in doing uh, like a traditional theater thing, yeah, that you wish that the theater group um, would you would adopt some improv things or like vice versa. Like, is there something you're like, oh, I wish the theater people would do this, or oh, I wish the uh, improv people would do that. Well, I mean, always, and again, I'm sure that is something actually that translates from city to city. There are so many incredible techniques that absolutely have applications in both worlds so um you know you think of the the sort of spontaneity of impro and the the freedom it allows you and sometimes if you have a very traditional director or something then maybe they disapprove of that somewhat that said there are lots of brilliant directors who actually are very much encouraging skills that they might not term impro but it's the it's the same thing and and similarly we've got a lot of great Impro groups and impro directors in London, and I'm sure everywhere else, uh, who absolutely encourage acting. Um, you've got, uh, I've just been sitting in on workshops this morning uh, with Patty Stiles, who's here for Impro Amsterdam, and uh, she comes to London a lot and, and works with the Austin, Jane Austen group I'm, I'm with. And she is just incredible at reminding you, you don't have to always go for the laugh. You know, you can act, take your time, use silences, enjoy, enjoy this. So again, yeah. you know, yeah. it's so, it's incredibly liberating yeah. being given permission to act. Because why the hell wouldn't you? Yeah, it's interesting that you said giving permission. Like it's, it, it seems logical that you, would, that you yeah. should do it, but you've been trained to be like, bam, bam, jokey, jokey. Yeah. But, yeah, but now they're saying, hey, what if you just, Calm down. And it doesn't mean you can't be playing an impro game. Uh, you can be playing a fundamentally really stupid impro game, but hell, you can treat it with the utmost emotion and give it depth and importance that that turns it into something so compelling. Um, not that I'm not that I'm down on short form. I, I love short form, like big dumb fun. Great. Uh, but it's yeah, just. It's sort of like also rewarding for for you, you know, to play something that gives you a little more dimensions. To oh it. hell! I mean, I, I was um, we had a small impro festival in London last week, and we had some guys that you've had over in Amsterdam before. I think uh, one of the impro Amsterdam festivals. Um, they're the Norwegian guys. Uh, did I'm going to mispronounce this, but did Andre Theatret? And they sounded good to me. I thanks. <laughs> Thank God there's no Norwegian in the room. Um, but they came over with their improvised Ibsen show. Uh, and I, w I was very lucky. One of their, uh, their, their female member, who is stunning and brilliant, uh, wasn't able to come. So, that, so I got to play with them. And, you know, here I am on stage with two Norwegians who can just exhale Ibsen and are beautiful actors and brilliant and um, and the whole point was it was a tragedy so we didn't rehearse beforehand but we just talked and they said look you know bits will be funny and charming um, but it's gonna get dark and we don't have to chat 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 you know 
we can just really take this slowly. Um, and again, just having permission to go full out heightened tragedy um, was incredible. They are so, they're so talented. Um, so. Nobody can see what my mouth has been like <laughs> completely open wide. Like what, you can do that? But like, it sounds like so, like so much fun, even though it doesn't. It was incredible fun. I mean, breathtaking fun. Um, and also the audience reaction was wonderful. Um, at the beginning of the show, um, Nils Petter and Thorgny, who are the, the two, two men uh, in the show, they, you all come and chat to the audience and explain, you know what, you'll start off laughing, but at some point you'll stop and that's okay. Um, and uh, so the audience knew they had permission not to laugh and they were wrapped. Just just the, the you know, at the end, Torgny's character walked into a fjord and drowned himself. <gasps> I'm sorry, I got chills just now. <laughs> I mean, I was weeping. Um, and... Um, and that, I, I, it, it was just that sort of thing that I think, if you're used to improv only being funny, 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 was jaw-dropping. And it was done, they did it with such commitment. Um, so again, that, that trans, transvergence, is that a word? It's, convergence. It's now, it's now, it's now a word. Yeah, <laughs> that transvergence. Um, no, the convergence of the acting world and the improv world, of course, they're a, they're a match made in heaven. Yeah. It's, why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you it, use yeah, both? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So, so now this segues. Woohoo, segue! <laughs> Yay! To the Jane Austen improv. Yes. So, do you find you have those that when you do that, you have those elements coming out for you? We do. I mean, we all. Um, we the reason, for instance, anytime Patty Styles is in London, the reason we say please, please come run a workshop with us, is that we want somebody who has a wonderful eye for truth in in impro and acting in general um and she really calls us on stuff so it's very easy with jane austen because it's obviously beautiful comedy of manners um to just twitter about and realize that so and so is going to fall in love with so and so but wait till minute 45 and then do the kiss then and then everything's neat and tidy and you've been to a ball and yada yada um and you know what sometimes that will happen organically and that's lovely yeah. if that's what it is that night yeah. great um Patty and you know we work with other directors we work with a lady called Gemma Fairley who has sort of associate directed at the RSC and things she'll come in sometimes and um, they are wonderful at grounding it and shutting us up because we can talk <laughs> let's be clear I mean it's Jane Austen so we can chat um, they are wonderful at just stopping us and reminding us to be quiet and to really dive hard into the emotions because if we can twitter for an hour and it'll be all very nice and it'll sound wonderfully articulate but if you don't give a damn about the characters then what's the point so and how do they get you to shh uh sometimes they just tell us to be quiet um we do i mean all sorts of ways um i think both are very good at reminding us to really breathe the emotions as in if you're in love with someone be really in love and patty's always amazing at kind of like you want to kiss him kiss him come on um so they get us to the action very quickly but also we do exercises like um uh we did an exercise recently where you're you're two characters on stage and you're each only allowed one word so not a word at a time story but just you know you if you've had your word 
It's the other person's turn, but hell, they might not speak for five minutes. So how nice. are you together when you don't have the defense or the, the sort of safety of chat, 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 chat? And the, uh, you know, the scenes you get are beautiful, sometimes hilarious, um, but there's a, there's a depth because it's not just we can say fancy words, but who cares? It's something deeper. Ooh, that sounds super nice. I know, I know. Well, this is, again, any any chance you get to have a Patty Styles workshop, I'm telling you, uh, dive on in. Uh, and also with Jane Austen, you do it in costumes? We do, we do, which is such a treat for us. So, um, yeah, girls in full-length dresses, uh, gents in breeches and jackets. Um, and it really, again, there's a lovely theatricality to that. Um, it's just fun for us and obviously everyone in Britain and lots of other countries, you know, you're so used to seeing that on TV, seeing stuff in the theatre where, where you've got that costume drama. It's, it's very, it's just a very delightful experience to go watch a show uh, in those costumes. And we always have um, a musician with us. So we have either a violinist or a cellist. And obviously we're flitting in and out of scenes. They're there all the time and they create the most extraordinary atmosphere. And they're, they're improvisers as well, so they're giving us offers uh, to play on, on stage, and, and they're being witty with how they play. So, uh, the, yeah, the whole experience for us is a treat. It's like a full, it's like a production value impro yeah. show. Yeah, Because yeah, a is. lot of times impro is like bare. Sure, which, and I do a lot of that as well, and there is nothing wrong with that. I The show I'm doing here at the festival, it's just me and, uh, Andrew Hunter-Murray, who's my, my uh, partner in, in this show. Uh, we don't have any props. We don't have any set. Uh, we have us. We're really lucky at this festival, actually, because we, we, always, we always work with a, an improvising technician, which is wonderful. We're doubly lucky here. Um, we've got Emil, who's going oh, yeah. to be improvising lights, and then Sarah Michelson, who's from Winnipeg, who is going to be uh, improvising all the music. She's a, an incredible DJ. Um, and, and both are improvisers. I mean, we're, yeah, we're kind of over the moon because uh, we, we love doing our show, but we've got these two phenomenal improvisers throwing stuff in. And nothing on stage, no props, no costume, just, you know, us and them yeah. and see what our minds come up with. And you, do you get something from the audience for something or even? We do. We, it's very minimal, this show, actually. We, um, for, so Folie deux, which is the show I'm doing here with Andy, uh, we just get one word from the audience. We use that as inspiration. So it doesn't mean that if it's cow, every scene is about a cow. Um, but we use it as inspiration for the first two scenes. And then who the hell knows? There's no format, no structure, no no nothing. So it's it's very crazy because as I'm, I'm also as excited about the bear one as the yeah. bear one because you just have that get to drop yourself in nothingness well and, and it's yeah there's a rawness to it and also actually Andy and I didn't mean to end up doing two hand improv together particularly we're both in Ostentatious together and adore that uh, there was a show that Ostentatious got asked to do most of the cast weren't available we just kind of went oh shall we that could be fun shall we I think that sounds a fun idea and um, had such a blast um so it's it's there's that there's something so risky and uh terrifying and exciting about just being on stage you know with one other person knowing that you've then got you know whether it's one or two 
other improvisers kind of off stage giving you these extraordinary other things to play with it's it's but it feels it feels dangerous and that's exciting um and you know that said we love the ostentatious show there are five or six of us in that show the suggestion there's lovely we get uh the we give the audience as they walk in blank book covers and they get to fill in a, a, a title of a made-up book doesn't have to be in the style of Jane Austen just any title they'd like to see we pick three out the third one is the one we do always so always oh, wow. always we describe the first two and what would have been and then the third one is the one we do so nice. that varies in terms of some are very Austen-y, some are very not. <laughs> I love the very not one. Yeah, I mean, my God, it's, it's fun. <laughs> so then when you, with Folia, do, how do you decide, did you guys know you were already just very, did you know how to work with each other? Did you know each other that well? We, uh, we knew each other well from working in Austin together. We hadn't actually known each other that long. Um, we get on extremely well, which obviously helps, but we didn't know how it would work when suddenly you take away the Jane Austen genre stuff and it's just two of us. We, we had no idea. We did, I think, one rehearsal? Maybe two. Um, <laughs> I think it was just one. We decided we didn't really particularly want to format. Um, the only thing we do know that happens in the show is we get the suggestion at the top, so one word, then each of us does a character monologue. Uh. Just because it's, again, it feels fun and dangerous going out and doing something on your own. Um, and then we, then it's a mix. We we don't we genuinely don't know what happens after that. Um, but the first show we did, just again, a room above a pub in London, lovely lovely night. Um, yeah, it, it, we didn't know how it was going to go, but I think we've we've always had, uh, we've got very good on stage chemistry. Uh, well, and off stage, obviously, we're great friends. Uh, and it was kind of, uh, it was yeah, just was this remarkable thing of like oh my God, you're surprising the hell out of I know you really well. I had no idea you were going to make that move. You're doing what now? And the, to be that shocked mm. and that excited to get to be on stage with someone you, you functionally know, you know very well. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's different, I think you have different chemistries yeah. with people you, you improvise with. And, and so uh, it's always so fun getting to explore who the hell are we to each other when you stick us in a different show. Yeah, yeah. And so I also wondered, off stage, are you fun and dangerous as well? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm British, so I don't know. Those two uh, things can exist. <laughs> um, actually, I, I mean, again, it varies from person to person. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I can be quite introverted sometimes. You know, I'm quite shy. Now. A bit. I mean, I'm. It's why I'm. I'm very. I'm always more comfortable doing character stuff on stage uh. than being myself. I'm. I mean, I've got used to that, and there's a joy to that as well. But yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I can be. I can be shy and introverted as anyone else. I, you know. So uh, do, I, I try and take risks and do stuff that scares uh, me. Yeah, I was just about to say, do you ever do things like, okay, you don't know what's what's going to happen, but I'm going to try it anyway. Yeah. I, and I think, but I think a lot of that, I don't know which came first. I, th I think obviously trying improv the first time is a functionally dumb thing to do. I mean, who the hell would go on stage without a script? Come on. Um, but I also think as you do more improv, as you train in it, you see other people do it, it it's kind of reprograms your brain slightly, I think. I, I find myself now much more open to just going that sounds absolutely terrifying yeah okay let's try this so <laughs> yeah. and it must be the same for you yeah. right you gotta sort of work the muscle of 
fear of like going yeah. where the fear is taking you. Yeah. Like as soon as fear pops up and like, oh, damn it, I'm going that direction. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And like that Ibsen show I did last week with yeah. the Norwegians, I was out of my mind terrified. They are so good. They were doing a playwright from their country. Uh, I, I mean, I had never done the show before we did it. It was terrifying. And, and obviously I walked off stage and was just like, I want to eat the stage. That was, oh my God, how did they let me do that? And that was the best. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, the embracing fear, I guess. And generally when you do it, you get this lovely experience that you can't yeah. parallel. And, and of course, obviously, it's humbling because sometimes improv goes really wrong. And I think the people who are most in trouble in improv are usually the ones who are like, please, I've got this. I'm, I don't make, I'm really experienced, so I don't make mistakes. It's like, oh, dude, just wait, because pretty soon hubris is coming your way and we all fall down. Yeah. And I guess it's just learning to get better at dusting yourself down, going, oh, God, that hurt, and getting back up again. Because you get to do it again yeah. and differently. Yeah. And how great's yeah. that? Yeah, I get nervous if I don't feel nervous. Exactly. It's never a good feeling. Like, oh, I'm like, what? check inside. I'm like, wait, everything seems calm. Yeah. <laughs> how do I make myself nervous again? Well, and actually, Patty, that's another great thing she's done for us with Ostentatious, and she does in general. Um, uh, she talks about kind of shiving your fellow players, as in you might know each other really, really, really well. And that's wonderful to get to play with your friends and all that kind of stuff. But as an improviser, damn it, it's your job to make sure you are giving them stuff that's going to push them somewhere new. Um, and when she side coaches us for ostentatious in rehearsals and things, she is constantly throwing stuff in where you're like what the hell that is what? really oh god uh and and it's and you come out the other end you're like oh why do, well why don't I feel like that all the time <laughs> yeah how do, how do I make that a constant feeling yeah so. yeah that's the thing like it's really I mean maybe I try to take it on to my own life as well yeah. just yeah yeah and I feel like it's made me a better person do you feel like a better person I really do which I know to a non-improviser sounds like evangelizing but I really do I mean hell to be clear I am sitting in a beautiful city at this incredible festival meeting people from all over the world who do incredible things I, I the, the stuff it opens up it's it is literally life-changing uh and and yeah you'll I don't know it, it it does feel like it has changed who I am and my openness to kind of say yes to stuff uh, and you as well. I mean, to be clear, I'm fangirling over you because you're in the Ferocious Four, right? Oh, what? So Kiki and Laura, I know from other festivals in other countries. Uh, and it just, I mean, that sounds such a badass it, show. Speaking of having lots of fun, um, the Ferocious Four <laughs> is just like a bunch of... Uh, uh, a group of um, women uh, just kicking ass in an yeah. action type improv situation, which is like crazy fun. I just, every time, every time any of you talks about it, you light up and just the, I mean, even, even just the photos. Uh, <laughs> I think the photos are the ones that I'm are. like, oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> and they are kick ass every time. I mean, I just, uh, you know, so you, you just get to do stuff you love with incredible people it's crazy it is just like life nourishing like yeah. playful like yay stuff yeah yeah it's really yeah it's pretty lucky i'm pretty lucky we're lucky we are lucky, lucky. oh don't we oh. sound like douchebags <laughs> we totally <laughs> and i'm embracing the douchebaggery <laughs> yeah oh. we're saying yes to yes. douchebaggery yes. 
Okay, I have, I have, this is what we want to do. We want, um, we're asking you. Okay. Or yes, Uh-oh. we're asking you. Now I'm scared. If you have a question for the next guest tomorrow. And, and Who's the, the next guest? Um, the next guest is, I can do it from memory, perhaps. And this, <laughs> my memory takes a little bit long to access. It's being accessed right now. It's okay, you're reincorporating. It's, oh, I, no, it is, it is, it is, I know it is. <laughs> Patty Styles, I think. Oh, dude! You look, we've been—you've been picking oh, up Patty. I have been picking up Patty. I just think, and if, I, and if we're wrong, let's just be excited, anyways. Oh my Patty's god! Patty's gonna do it at some point for sure. So you ha- do you have a question from Patty Styles? It could be like anything. It doesn't even have to be impro-related. I don't think. I think it'd be more fun if it's like a weird. I mean, it's just—it's whittling it down to one question because she's yeah. like, she is like an oracle of impro. She's she's uh, and also of life. She's just a really positive, delightful human. So what the hell? How about something that will th- throw off? Because you were talking about she loves to throw you off. <laughs> Try and shiver. Yeah, yeah, not, shiver. Not literally. Yeah. Um, God. Um, I mean, she's been improvising. She's so experienced, kind of. She, uh, her, her experience is just incredible. Um, I guess just, I, I've experienced her as, as a director and, and a player on stage and things, but uh, I guess I'd be intrigued as to what terrifies her. <gasps> Good one. Yeah, what, what, what risks does she, doesn't she want? Yeah, what's, what scares her and how does she, how does she manage to kind of, put that into her improv and uh yeah nice no, I like you'll it. put it much more articulately <laughs> so thank you for translating that into real english <laughs> but um yeah what what scares the hell out of her and how does she use that i guess to in that, her improv that's beautiful i love that question that's a great question okay thank you charlotte gittin thank you i've had the nicest time i, I how this went by so fast so fast so fast this was the first ever we killed it we yeah, smashed woo. it great job great job <laughs> great job hey you <laughs> okay. you man okay bye guys bye. Bye. Thank you.